friends. Welcome to Story Behind Podcast. This is the show for people who love hearing a good story and who believe the world could use more positivity. We're the team behind God Updates and God Too, and we hope these weekly short stories will brighten your day. Classmate was mocked day after day until 7th grader bought him new shoes. Written by Heather Rickleman. Read by Alyssa Forsberg. A sweet boy bought new shoes for his classmate and silenced bullies with kindness. It's a tale as old as time when it comes to school. A classmate is picked on, bullied, or rejected because their clothes are too small, dirty, or in the case of this boy, old, ratty shoes were falling apart. Romeo Early must have a tender spirit because it profoundly upset him when he noticed classmates teething Melvin Anderson about wearing shoes that were tattered and worn out. I could tell it was upsetting him, Romeo shared. It just put a real bad ache in my stomach to see somebody have to go through that and to be picked on just based off appearance. He couldn't stop thinking about what he witnessed at school. That evening, he brought his burdened heart to his mother and explained what he saw at school. Then he did something you won't believe. With his mom's permission, he bought new shoes for Melvin. I had saved up my allowance, and so I asked my mom to take me to the shoe store to get Melvin some shoes, he said. The very next day, Romeo brought in a brand new pair to school, and he couldn't wait to present them to Melvin. It wasn't just Melvin that received a gift that day. Those who knew about Romeo's kindness were given a gift of watching generosity and compassion in action. When the dean of Romeo and Melvin's school heard about it, he took to Facebook to share this monumental moment. Bryant Brown Jr. wrote, My student Mello told me he was tired of other students picking on Melvin about his shoes. Mello used his allowance and bought Melvin some shoes. This is what I live for. Be that helping hand. It just so happens Romeo warmed his mother's heart too. When she was asked about her son's idea of giving generously to a fellow classmate, she said, It's not often that you see children give up their allowance to someone else. And that let me know. Mello was protecting and trying to change the narrative for his friend Melvin, said Anita James. To be so passionate at 12 years old really says a lot. But Romello is passionate in all aspects of his life, family, basketball, and friends. Whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Each of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. 2 Corinthians 9, 6-7 Hi everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. 
Grandmother gives birth to baby for son and daughter-in-law who feel so blessed. Written by Hallie Wells. Read by Alyssa Forsberg. It's not often that a 56-year-old woman gives birth, but it is even more unusual for a grandmother to give birth to her son and daughter-in-law's baby girl. Nancy Hawk of Utah did exactly that. By the time Jeff and Cambria Hawk married in December 2012, they'd already decided that they wanted to have between four and six children. However, they discovered soon after being married that Cambria struggled with fertility issues. After four years of fertility treatments and with the help of IVF, they were able to fertilize seven embryos. Cambria gave birth to twin girls first, and she later delivered twin boys. The couple's girls, Vera and Ava, are now four, and their boys, Diesel and Luca, are 13 months. However, within hours after the birth of their sons, Cambria began hemorrhaging, and she underwent a hysterectomy. Though it was necessary to save her life, the couple was sad that they may not be able to use all seven of their embryos. They soon began discussing their options. It was Jeff's mother who first suggested that she be a surrogate for the couple. Nancy didn't know if it would even be a possibility as a grandmother to give birth given her age, but she wanted Jeff to know that she would be willing. Nancy's husband, Jason, shared, I was really touched by her offer to do that. I thought it was a very selfless thing, but I didn't think it would be an option. The family didn't think much about the offer until a few weeks later when Nancy mentioned it again. This time, Cambria and Jeff spoke with their fertility specialist about the idea, and he informed them that, under the right circumstances, it would be possible for the grandmother to give birth to their baby. Since Nancy was in premenopause and in good health, she was candidate for surrogacy. Dr. Russell Folk, the doctor who handled the implantation of the embryos for Cambria's pregnancies, also did so for Nancy, and the transfer took place on February 17th. Six days later, pregnancy was confirmed. It was that same day when Nancy was awakened in the middle of the night and heard a little voice saying, My name is Hannah. She informed Jeff about what had happened, and he and Cambria researched the name. They learned that Nancy is a derivative of the name Hannah, and both names mean grace. Cambria said, I knew instantly that that was her name. Nancy asked Jeff and Cambria to wait to announce the pregnancy till they were at six months. She wanted to make sure that things were going well and to prepare herself for the attention that would follow the announcement. Along the way, Cambria went to doctor visits with Nancy. Cambria and Jeff helped Nancy and Jason clean and they cooked for them each week. Jason gave Nancy daily foot rubs. The pregnancy was a wonderful experience for the entire family, and eventually it was time for Hannah to make her appearance. Jason and Nancy, Jeff and Cambria were all in the delivery room on November 2nd, 2022, when little Hannah entered the world. How many people get to watch their mom give birth, Jeff said of the special moment. He also commented on the special bond that they will have with Hannah. We'll always have that connection, that Nancy carried her for nine months. Just the magic of the whole experience will always be unique in our eyes. However, they won't treat her any differently. In my heart, I want all my grandkids to know they're equally as loved. I would have done it for any of them, said Nancy. This grandmother who gave birth to her grandchild the selfless act had a huge impact, and it was such a special purpose God assigned to her. Everything went perfectly, and we are feeling so blessed to have her in our family, Nancy said. A mother's love certainly knows no bounds. Then Naomi said to her two daughter-in-law, Go back, each of you, to your mother's home. May the Lord show you kindness, as you have shown kindness to your dead husbands and to me. 
Ruth 1-8. Thank you so much for listening to Story Behind Podcast. We're really glad you joined us for this week's story. To see photos and videos that may have been referenced in this episode, check out the links in the show notes. And if you enjoyed what you heard today, subscribe to our podcast and please tell a friend about us. We'd also love it if you'd rate us and leave us a review. It really does help more people find us. Story Behind is a Salem Web Network production. Have you ever considered yourself a messenger? I mean, you are called by God, and aren't we all praying the big prayer, Here I am, Lord, send me. So if we put two and two together, you've got a message to deliver, my friend. Whether it's mics like this, bookshelves around the world, stages to take, art to make, or businesses to build, it's time we start testifying truth, unashamedly, creatively, and in love. My name is Tamara Andress, the host of the Messenger Movement Podcast, which is designed to catalyze Christians to speak, write, build, and testify. I use my mic like a machete, so if you don't like to get your toes stepped on or pushed off cliffs to finally jump on in with Jesus, I may be too much for you. But if you're ready to turn your message into a movement and want to run with other messengers doing the thing at scale globally, search and follow the Messenger Movement Podcast on your favorite podcast platform or lifeaudio.com today.